Hey guys. Hey. Good afternoon from Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, uh, Tim, no, no experience of that uh, tsunami stuff at all along the coast? Nothing up here, no. Okay. But I did hear a boom in the atmosphere, so that was interesting. Okay. I reckon there was people different parts of Australia that actually heard the boom. So um, yeah. as a family, we're at, we're at home and not just me, but Malachi, so our little three-year-old, we both looked up and went, what was that? So even he, even he heard it, but Bonnie was in the same room. She didn't hear it. So it must yeah. be some sort of frequency in our hearing. Yeah. 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 So this, mm -hmm. this was, um, I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, just off of Tonga, uh, an underwater volcano erupted and uh, therefore sent this shockwave um, through either side of it, you know, towards the US and also towards uh, uh, Australia and New Zealand, um, causing, you know, tsunami sort of thing. Particularly Fiji got hit a bit, um, from what I understand, some of the other yeah. islands. So. Yeah. 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 Great. And uh, Daniel, how's it? You still got snow there? Oh yeah, we got a little bit. It's actually been pretty warm uh, here for the this time of year. <laughs> been warm for here this time of year, um, so most of the snow is melted off. Um, but we still we probably have I don't know three four inches of kind of more ice than anything on the ground. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, just part of the call, we were just talking about um, um, a, a few things and. Um, uh, Daniel, you were you were reading something from um, Genesis. You want to want to just sh share that and share what you were getting on that. We'll just see where we where we yeah, take off so, from that, right? Yeah. So just Genesis thirty two, twenty two, and uh, I have the ASV here with me. That's what I'm going to read from. But it says, uh, and he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two handmaids and his eleven children and passed over the ford of the Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the stream and sent over that which he had. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was strained as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day break. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, The name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for thou hast striven with God and with man and has prevailed. Okay. Yeah. So what were so you getting was, out of that? Well, I've just been going through some stuff in my life, and the Lord pointed this out to me today as I was asking him some questions. I felt like it was an answer to some of the, the questions I was asking. And, you know, I, what you see here is that Jacob, the blessing came after the struggling. The blessing came after after he struggled, after he fought, you know, and and after he prevailed. You know, it's not just that he struggled, it's that he actually prevailed in the struggle. Um, and so I just really felt like the Lord was showing me that sometimes, you know, we have to go through the refining. We have to go through the struggle um, mm -hmm. before before we get the blessing on the backside. Yeah. Hey, there's there's my, my greatest fan. Yeah, she's on everywhere. Yeah, she is. <laughs> How's just thinking like you're saying, like you're talking about that, and you know, there was a 
there was a name change. You mm -hmm. know, he, he was, and it was an expansion. It was an upgrade. It wasn't just about him anymore. It was all of a sudden about a nation. And, you know, you're going through that process of God uh, doing what he needs to do to expand you. That is an uncomfortable place. Yeah. 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 You know, and not many people want to go there because, you know, there's, because it is uncomfortable. Because um, you don't have all the answers. I mean, I know, I mean, even me, I'm still processing some things, but I mean, I actually don't have all the answers. You don't know what it looks like. You don't know what, like what it's going to look like, but you just got to trust God that he is good and he's going to bring you through it because your heart is just to be, say, God, well, I'm yours, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I've found myself lately, the only prayer I've been praying about certain things is, God, I just call all things into your alignment and into plan. Um, it, and into alignment with your plan and purpose. I call everything into your alignment because I don't want to complicate my thinking with some stuff. So I'm just calling forth God's alignment and plan, mm -hmm. which is good. But yeah, that just the whole name change, expansion, upgrade, getting up, being un uncomfortable because there was an expansion that was going on with Jacob. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think also, um, the interesting thing um, about what you just said about being blessed, the blessing, um, did, as you just said, didn't come until he'd been through the struggle, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, who, who doesn't want the blessing? I mean, everybody does. Everyone wants the end result. And they think about the end result. And that end result can keep you striving for or going after that, that end result can can do that but mm -hmm. uh you know what we have to do is 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 position ourselves with the choice to keep receiving perseverance and endurance because that's not something that's meant to be manufactured in us it's something that god wants to give to us so that we can get to the blessing um and so therefore people don't often get to that because there's nothing left in them to be able to do it, you know, and I think that's often why we see people coming to certain times in their life or certain parts of the year or wherever else where they disengage, they check out, not because of necessarily a rest, but because they're tired and they're weary. Yeah. And yet we read everywhere, you know, like in Galatians, it says, don't grow weary. Don't grow weary. Like if, if you're saying don't, grow weary there must be a place where you don't become weary like the, the bible never tells you to do something that you can't possibly do that sure. would be sadistic you know statistic well, sadistical <laughs> whatever that word is yeah um and so you know i, I think i think what you what you're saying is you know that i think there's upgrades available more than we realize. I think there are more upgrades available than people are willing to pursue persevere. You know, because, you know, um, a favorite saying of mine is that the key to breakthrough is always follow through. It's always keep, mm -hmm. keep, keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's the follow, follow through. Uh, I, I, mm -hmm. I just read, I read a little while ago about um, this um, gold mine. I think it was in California somewhere. And uh, it was a it was a, a, a gold mine that was uh, abandoned. Um, they, they they couldn't get the gold, couldn't find the gold. And somebody 
somebody went in and, and started to, you know, must believe that there was gold in there and they started mining. And it wasn't long into the mining they struck gold and struck some of the most significant amounts of gold just a little bit beyond where they'd given up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, I, and you know, I, I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a, in a place where it's almost like all hell's breaking loose? You know, it's like everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Um, and, you know, you're discouraged and, you know, all of that sort of thing. And then a little bit later, some things happen that are just like absolute breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes I'm sitting here thinking, you know, Mark, so, you know, Tim, you were talking about the name. We talk a lot about identity. I think what you're seeing there is that it was an identity mm-hmm. upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. Like he went from Jacob to Israel. So. It's actually like you're you're this now I call you this like you're a whole different person you're a new person you have a new identity in which we actually see that quite a bit in the Bible right like where we see characters that go from being one name to another um, mm-hmm. you know and then another thing I think you know when we talk about perseverance mark I'm sitting here thinking how much of us um, said and and I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this and it's like we settle for less of the blessing. What I mean by that is we're in the middle of the hard time and we say, Lord, take me out of the hard time. Like, Lord, what, like, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? What did I do wrong? Why am, yeah. what is this going on? Lord, just make it better, please. Like, uh, Lord, whatever needs to happen, like, give me a way out. And um, I think sometimes we miss the fullness of what we could have because we choose that, you know, it's like, um, and and we choose to say like lord get me out of this thing whatever it takes and i think the lord is faithful to do that to it for us sometimes you know to take us out of the struggle before we follow through because because he loves us for that um but i want to also say something i don't think a lot of people are talking about is that it's okay to um go through all of the struggles in those times though like we try to compose ourselves and you know we try to carry ourselves through it and look all decent and not have all the issues when sometimes that's exactly what the Lord wants is for us to break down, to cry to him, to come to him, um, to tell him all the problems and what we don't like and all that. You know, I'm not saying that he's just going to snap his fingers and make it better. But, you know, I just feel like, I mean, in this, I just know a lot of people are going through a lot of things. So I just want to remind them that we don't have to be like these perfect people that never have any problems and sell right through it and, and don't have breakdowns and don't have emotional um, times with the Lord and stuff. Like we really, that's what he wants is for us to, to give our whole self to him. Everything, the emotions, the hurts, the pain, the I can't do it. You know, <laughs> like, like even the why, like, why am I going through this Lord? Sometimes he's not going to tell you, but you know, you know, but he's faithful in those moments to give us, that's where the strength comes from. Right. Yeah. I just, um, I had this sort of um, this picture or this video loop almost going on um, this morning, and uh, um, it was, you know, seeing Tim up on stage with a, with his guitar singing a song. I, you know, and obviously that one particular song meant something, and it was the song that talks about uh, we're coming back to the you know the heart of worship, and it's all about Jesus. You know, it's all about Him. 
and I think there was a reason that I was hearing that because I think that in the place of endurance, you've got to come back to the heart of it. You've got to come back to, you know, um, you know, who, what was said, you know, um, uh, who you are and, and who God is, you know, and I, I think that's, that's in the story. You know, because there was upgrade that came out of where, when, when God says, okay, you Jacob, but now you're this. But it came out of the struggle. Yeah. And so there's, there's this time when you've got to come back and say, you know, what's the heart of, heart of all of this? You know, who is the heart of all of this? And coming back to the place of Jesus, if, you, if you've lost your joy, if you've lost hope, if you, if, 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 you know, if fear is dominating you more, you more if, if that's if that's stronger then come back to where you lost that where you dropped that off and come back and you come back to the heart of it and the heart about it is 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 the relationship that you would have jesus and who you are to jesus yeah. i mean that, that that's i think that's what i was getting this morning and in, in seeing that picture of of tim what about you mm-hmm. tim what about you i mean you had a, a f- quite a few years of some really tough times but because you were right in the place where you felt like the Lord saying, talking to you to be. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, one of the verses of Scripture that just popping out at me is, you know, many are called but few are chosen. But in the context of the passage is actually the, the better translation is few actually choose to respond to the call. So many are called but few actually choose to respond. Um you know, I find that true all the time, you know, you, like you see it because it's actually <clears throat> it's actually um, a willingness to lay your life down. That's actually what it is, you know. Um, God, you know, strips back stuff um, to get you to a place where you're willing to lay your life down. And we were talking about before we came on air about, you know, uh, Daniel, how, you know, the word spoke about Christ, but then when Christ came, the Jews missed him, mm-hmm. you know, because because they were looking for the one coming with the sword already and they were coming, you know, looking for the, the one who was going to lead them in victory over all the other nations and stuff. Um, but he came and washed the feet of his disciples. Mm-hmm. He came and laid his life down. And, you know, I'm convinced that God is looking for leaders right across the planet who are mothers and fathers, who are true apostles and prophets and stuff that carry that you know, that you get to the end of yourself, really, where you're just going, you know what, if I don't preach another message on stage, I don't really care because my heart is actually, um, you know, what's well, for Jesus, you know, but the overflow of that is that my heart is um, to see you become who you're meant to become. And I can't, and I can't do that if all yeah. I do is do the, the upfront stuff, you know, I have to wash your feet. I have to get, you know, I have to get the tissue, um, you know, and wipe your nose when you need your nose wiped, you know. And God is actually, we actually seem to run from brokenness, but God is, God actually runs to brokenness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think the, the thing that just was triggering for me when you were saying that too is that, you know, another occasion that they missed it was in Nazareth when Jesus took, stood up and, and you know, in his own place, and and started to to teach, and initially there was such anointing and life on his teaching 
that the people were so captured by what he said, so moved by what he said, you know, so inspired by the truth that he was, that he was, and, and that was the case until they recognized the vessel, until they recognized that it was Jesus. And then they remembered the fact that he was the son of, of Mary and Joseph and that he'd been, you know, the carpenter, that he'd built the, you know, made a table for some of them or a dresser for another part of it. And what happened was it, it they, the, everything that they saw uh, came down to sort of nothing because they were captured by the familiarity of who they saw bringing it. Um, and then Jesus went on to say that he couldn't do very much there because faith went. You know, they, they, they let go of their faith. They, they let go of, they had it because of the message of what was being said. And so, so often we become so familiar with what's going on, so familiar with, you know, our, you know worship and anointing and all of these sorts of things that, that um, we lose and, and they're susceptible, therefore, then to, you know, the, the humanness or the, the natural and, and we lose and, we, and, and our faith level comes, you know, dwindling down um because of this we, we, we're so captured by that wow. um, familiarity you know and and i i you know yeah i mean well yeah. you know that the song you're talking about in the beginning of i mean the start of the song is you know when the music fades so it's yeah. talking about like when when everything slows down when it comes like it's all faded it's like um you know, uh, and we can see what's all there. So it's like when we get to see what happens when the music fades and it actually talks like, I'm sorry for what I've made it. Like now that I see everything fading, I'm sorry for uh, all the things that I've been doing or I've been a part of, or, you know, the things that have been capturing my attention um, because it's supposed to be all about you. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, anyway, I think- so I was just thinking, you know, yeah, it's the whole, isn't it, that, um, you know, we look at the external things, you know, so you can look at what's happening around you and stuff, but God's looking at the heart. And, you know, the whole story of that song, the way that song was written, was actually a real-life season in the life of the church that Matt Redmond was the worship pastor in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that they were singing their songs, they were preaching their messages and stuff, but they just picked up, they thought, we've actually, something's missing like what's missing and the leadership made the gutsy decision that said we've actually lost the heart of worship and we're not going to sing another song until we actually rediscover that heart of worship for Jesus again and you know they lost people from their fellowship because people went oh, yeah. people turned up and there was no singing so they're like huh well if this is what it's going to be then we'll then we'll then we'll move on but it showed them that they'd lost well, just reinforced to them that they'd lost the heart of worship being about Jesus. So that, well, yeah, it, that's it a gutsy thing. Are we willing to press, you know, are, you know, are we willing to press stop on the merry-go-round? Stop, you know, mm-hmm. pause button and just go, oh, you know. And I think 
in our journey because God changes us from glory to glory. Yep. So he changes us from one measure of glory to another. And, and like, if I look at my life, you know, um, like my journey in leadership in the body of Christ, I can see definite times where God has intervened and actually put a, a crisis moment, if you want to use that terminology, but like a moment where he intervenes and it causes a disruption and that disruption may just be for a few weeks, but it may be for a few months. It may even be for a year or two. And But there's this disruption, but it's actually part of the upgrade. It's actually part of the repositioning you for the next part of the journey because he knows that if you continue the same way that you've been going, you're not going to be able to handle that. So he causes this holy disruption. That's probably a better word where he comes in and intervenes and causes some disturbance. And, um, you know, I, I was blessed, you know, a few years back to have people like Mark and other people kind of help me to recognise that. Um, and I want to be that for other people, but a lot of people don't recognise that, so they end up fighting against it rather than allowing God. Mm -hmm. Anyway, don't know how, how that fits in, but... <laughs> well, well, I'm sure... I'm I'm sure it fits in. I, I, I don't know about you, but um, I've been having some um, some interference or stuff going on uh, around about it, so I, I don't know how it's coming across. Um, are, are you guys picking it up okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it all. Okay. Wow. Uh, must be that uh, bad internet coverage in Lagana. Must, must be uh, must be a my thing, so... You guys are going to have to do most of the talking because I'm not um, quite um, hearing you so much. Uh, except to say, you know, I think I think some of the key things that we are talking about is is you know going back to the heart of of something. You know, if you know if you, mm -hmm. if you're feeling like you don't have any joy, go back to where you had some joy and find out where you've lost it. Like you know, if 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 there's no hope, go back and and find out where you what what caused you to let go of hope. Mm. Um, you know, because we, oh. we know that you know, in in Paul saying, listen, hey, faith, hope, and love; these are the big three. You know, if if these are operational within within yeah. your life, if these oh. are flourishing within your life, then other things fall into perspective. <clears throat> and I think that's one of the things that we that's have the to. Word. Keep doing is it's come back to perspective what's mm. the perspective mm -hmm. i just kept hearing I, god say before you said that that god is wanting to give us and he and he's wanting to give other people a fresh perspective yeah you know mm -hmm. the problem is we are still looking for what we've known so we miss we miss stuff because because god is actually saying no i'm wanting to give you a fresh perspective um so we're looking for the wrong things or people can be looking for the wrong things and they're not seeing it because they're looking for the wrong thing. But God is saying, no, I want to give you a fresh perspective. Mm. You know, it's a bit like, um, you know, Elijah when he was in that moment and he was like, I'm the only one. That's just me. I'm the only one that's left. Because that was his perspective. But God was going, ah, oh, look up and look around and, you know, you know, and it's like, wow. And, and I just sense that there's some people going through some, some change, there's some people going through some holy disruptions or divine interventions in their life 
but God is just, you know, and you're looking for something that's familiar, but it's not familiar anymore because God is wanting to giving you a new perspective, a fresh perspective on some stuff. So, well, here's an illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I couldn't hear because my earpods uh, weren't working properly. And so I had to get a new perspective. I had to get um, something wired. wide earphones and now i can hear you well um and that's a new perspective (laughs) um well yeah yeah i mean i i think i think that we we can so often right be so overwhelmed by the circumstances when we're going into change and we're stepping into it then what happens is that the things that that we are that are unusual, different um, than all they've been, can be so overwhelming that we we lose perspective, and so that um, uh, who we see God becomes um, not intentionally, but it becomes it pales into significance of, of in relation to the problems, in relation to the difficulties, in relation to the fears, in relation to all of the things that that are surrounding, because they've been magnified. You know, and and one of the difficulties is the more you think on something, and the more you try to process it and try to work through it, the bigger it beget it becomes. And so mm-hmm. the the you know the more that we miss something, or the the more that it the more that we we add some empowerment to, um, and and we lose sight of the main thing, or we lose sight of the main some of the main things. And therefore, we're more susceptible. We're more susceptible to giving up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what we don't like and what often we have to go through is to get a fresh perspective. Um, we must first have the old perspective taken away or torn down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think <laughs> I think that's the part that we all don't like because, again, we're talking about process. Um, you know, you can't just rip a perspective out of somebody. You don't just take all that, what's taken so much time and rip it out of them. But it has to be a process of taking the old out and giving the new, you know, for a, a new a new perspective. Um, and that's the process. Sometimes I actually think of it this way. When we're getting a new perspective, often it looks like everything we've built is being taken from us. Like it can often look like that. You know, it's like, this is the perspective I've had. I've, I've, Lord, me and you have built this thing together. We've built this life together. We've done all this around us. And then as he's like, well, I want to give you an, a new perspective. He starts changing all the things around us. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't say like, what's going on? Like I'm in reverse. I'm going backwards. That's what we often feel or can see. Is it's like, man, all this progression we've made is now being regressed when really it's, you know, um, it's not. It's just it's that that, um, OK, what what's been built, the perspective that's been built had its had its um, expiration date. Now that perspective is being taken and a new one's being given, but it will often take us into new new places in life, um, you know, which are I, different. I know that this is. We probably people have heard this maybe before, or um, we, maybe we say it quite often. But one of the names of the Holy Spirit is the Comforter. Mm-hmm. You you really don't need comforting when you're comfortable. You need the Comforter 
when you're uncomfortable. But usually when you're feeling uncomfortable, you want you feel like you want something else to comfort you. And it's the time when the Holy Spirit is is wooing you and, and people will listening right at the moment. If you're struggling through some things or you're feeling uncomfortable change and all the things that are going on, the Holy Spirit is inviting you to draw closer. The Holy Spirit is inviting you as a person, as a part of the Trinity, to, to, to draw to Him. Uh, he, he wants to lavish, uh, you know, comfortableness. He wants to lavish upon you mercy and goodness and kindness and, and all the fruit of the Spirit. He wants to lavish it on people. But so often when you are in, in feeling the most uncomfortable, it's not necessarily always the first option. You know, you want, you want something else. You want, you know, somebody to say something to you or you want the circumstances to change. But I, I just want to remind people today that the comforter is available and the comforter wants to comfort you. That's what he does really, really well. He does lots of things, but one of the things that he does really, really well is to bring about a comfort. It's a comfort that does that passes your understanding. Like you just can't work it out. But he does want a comfort, mm -hmm. but it's your choice. He's not going to impose it upon upon us. He, you know, there's a there's a state in which he he, he lavishes, but he's waiting for you to say, please come comfort me. You know? I it, think, um, yep. I was just going to say, I think, like, we, our society is very different to what we see in Scripture. And, um, you know, a lot of them lived in tents. Um, but I'm so I'm going to, yeah, but, a, <laughs> but I'm going to speak spiritually now, not, not physically in terms of, yep. you know, but, but, but their mindset um, was very different because our mindset is we build with bricks and mortar, so yeah. to speak. So we, everything's more firmly fixed, whereas everything was more transient. So their faith was mm -hmm. transient in terms of that they're always willing to step into the new. You know, it's like, you know, go to this land that I'm going to show you. You know, it's, it's crossing over into the promised land. Follow the Ark of the Covenant because you've never been this way before. You know, their, their faith was very different to the faith that we see in, in uh, in Australia and America and other places where we're very fixed, you know, but uh, God is willing to, to, to uh, I think, to restore uh, faith in the church, faith in his people, um, so that we can actually go on this journey. Um, you know, um, I said on Sunday here at Restoration Centre that there's a crossing over that is happening. There's, there's some promises ahead. There are some things that we're going to see, you know, like wow moments we've got ahead of us, but we've got to... But, you know, we've got to go through that water to get rid of anything that's going to hinder us from taking possession of it. So. Yeah, you know, when you're talking about that, I was thinking a couple of different things. So um, I think that what, what can be said is that the Lord's taken us out of a place of being comfortable with, uh, with the things that we've built, right? So that comfort, we're talking about that comfortability that we've built. Um, you know, the difference between brick and mortar and tent. So the, I think we are, you're right, Tim, we're in a society where we build, we will build a life out of stability. So it's really about, he's saying, um, the Lord wants to take us out of the, the stability and the things we've built into the stability of the things that he'll build. You know, where, where our sta the stability is through him and not in what we're building with, you know, around us. And we do, we become, you know, it's like we build, a home, a job, a family, and everything, and a location, and 
and we're, we build this whole life in a location when it used to be when you're talking that they moved with like, so that they had sheep, they moved wherever the pasture was green. Like they moved, they moved with, you know, with that. And so I think you're, you're actually right. Like, I really think you're hitting something there. Um, you know, it's, it is, it's the, our worldview. Yeah. Um, okay. So to, to sort of wrap this up to today, um, you know, we, we started, um, in a number of areas, you know, from, uh, uh Genesis 32 and this, in this yep. encounter that um uh jacob. whatever jacob had <laughs> sorry jacob yeah <laughs> uh, jacob had um which was a transformational place for him it was an upgrade of place his identity changed and he you know he stepped up into a, a really different um dimension um mm. and then we, we we talked about that song um you know it coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you, Jesus. And we've talked about change and, um, you know, we, we would have to be in uh, an era and a time of the most change that's happening all around the world. And so there's there's seems to be lots of opportunities for people to feel um, isolated and for people to feel insecure and feel for all the things that are, that are, that are going on, changes. There's lots of change all around about changes in employment, changes in things that that are that are that were once easy to to live in and so mm -hmm. uh in in really talking about um you know today about the holy spirit being the comforter and so we've all had experiences of all of that we're talking about we're not talking about theory we're talking about you know what what we've what we've learned um in this and what mm -hmm. we continue to see something that god is drawing us into and i think tim said it you said it you know it's like we're still we're still in process. We're still, you know, in these sorts of things. And so we want to encourage people today. We want to, you know, bring them back to a place of hope and about that there is this, there's still a great future ahead for people. But is there anything that, you know, Tim and, and Daniel, you want to sum up or you want to pray, you want to release to people? No, I think I'm... I think I'm pretty done. I think I'm. Don't think there's any follow-up. I just reiterate the fact of um, just just be open to those d divine interruptions yep. in your schedules in your life. Just just uh, be open to them because if our perspective is the enemy or look look at you know just we can blame the enemy for something that may actually just be God actually mm -hmm. just going you know what. I'm interrupting here. You know that person that said that they were going to do this thing for you, but they then they didn't do that thing for you. You know, depending on what our perspective is, we can go, oh, the enemy stopped that person from doing that. Or is yeah. or is God using it? God is allowing this. So, mm -hmm. oh, hang on a minute. Now I've got this divine interruption in my life. God, what yeah. are you saying? Mm. Yeah, that's good. Daniel, is there anything that you want to add or are we done? I think just same thing he said. I, I would say uh, interruption, realignment. Yeah. I think be open for realignment. Okay. All right. Well, um, amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Well, amen. Uh, I, I, 
another great time with you guys. Uh, really appreciate you uh, taking the time out and uh, getting to hang out with you guys. And uh, we'll do it again next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.